Parents and guardians, it's time once again for the Fearless Parenting Show. Today we have with us Catherine O'Brien. Catherine is a licensed marriage and family therapist and the founder of happywithbaby.com. She knows what it's like to be overwhelmed, out of energy, and out of ideals as a new parent. She created Happy With Baby in order for new and expected parents to discover the advice she wishes she could have had when managing expectations of parenthood and relationships. So, without further ado, here's Catherine O'Brien. Well, 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 welcome to another episode of Fearlessly Parody. Today I have with me Catherine O'Brien. She's going to share from her knowledge and wisdoms about moms and babies. So I'm not going to hog the mic. I'm going to pass it all over to Catherine. Catherine, thank you for being here today. Please share with us. Thank you so much for having me, Stan. I'm really happy to be here. So tell me about your passion about moms and babies. Well, my passion started over... Well, over 12 years ago, my oldest just turned 12, and it was my entry into motherhood that I felt so, like, I thought I was prepared for, but really wasn't prepared for <laughs> on the impact that it would have on me as a, as a mom, but also on my relationship with my husband, and just trying to manage and learn like everything I could and just the the steep learning curve <laughs> that there was and that there constantly was for quite a while as like because babies change so much and so quickly and um, it was difficult. And so I just kind of kept taking like mental notes of like, oh, gosh, I wish I had been more prepared for this or more prepared for that. And I would, you know talk to other moms and being at, you know, moms groups and different things like that. And I would hear their stories that were similar and different than mine and seeing that I was not the only one clearly that had my world rocked. Right. So I thought, well, we could, we could know more. <laughs> we could, maybe, maybe I could share this information somehow. So that's how I became like, um, interested in wanting to help other new parents um, with this transition into parenthood. So you you took your school of hard knocks, so to, <laughs> so to speak, uh, learning curve, knowing that you wish that you were more prepared, and you're just sharing that knowledge with other um, moms and dads out there, how they could be better prepared. Yeah, they can make the most out of the situation. If I if I'm hearing you, uh, I'm I'm curious. You you found out that others had their worlds rocked. How so? Uh, well, I mean, it's so in different ways. So, you know, when you bring a baby home, right? It you're more dependent on your partner for things because to get things done, right? So many more chores and everything to do. So you're dependent on each other. So noticing that. The communicate, you know, you have to communicate more. And so if there's any way that maybe your communication wasn't the greatest to begin with, all of a sudden the magnifying glass is, is on it and illuminating how, where your struggles are in the community, in communication. So, um, 
so there, there are struggles with feeling like their partners were helping them in the way that they wanted, but also how were they communicating with their partners for that help? Um, also, um, you know, some moms that were struggling with postpartum depression or anxiety or another mood disorder, so struggling with that, with, you know, issues with, you know, feeding baby, whether breastfeeding or bottle feeding, and just the struggle of, am I doing the right thing? Um, and I think there's often a lot of like, am I doing the right? Am I, am I doing the best for my child? And if I'm not doing this, but these other parents over here are doing this, then maybe I'm not being a good parent. So constantly, but maybe I'm not able to, maybe I'm not able to breastfeed for whatever reason, but am I a bad parent for not being able to do that? Well, no, you're doing everything that you can, but, but there is a lot of doubts. Like I can't tell you how many moms that have done everything, everything they can do, talk to, you know, lactation consultants, get different breast pumps, do all sorts of things to try to, you know, feed their babies the best they can. And sometimes it just doesn't work out, but then feeling like, you know, and then so inadequate in some way. And so then feeling like, oh gosh, I didn't do the right thing. And I'm like, you did everything. You went above and beyond what you could possibly do. Like you are an amazing, amazing mother that you would do everything. You know, moms that will like limit their diets to like, five foods because their baby is, you know, is having some kind of reaction. I mean, I've seen it all that, I mean, they, they're extraordinary, <laughs> you know, moms are ex- extraordinarily yeah. uh, awesome, awesome people. You know, there's something mm-hmm. you said earlier about the need to communicate with your spouse and sharing mm-hmm. duties. My wife and I learned, uh, you know, that that's something that, we we had to do now i'm a man i like to fix things yes i want to fix it but i learned early on and say okay honey what mode am i in right now am i in the fix it mode or am i in the listening mode okay yeah and, and she'll tell me that i'll i'll position myself in the correct mode <laughs> to take it in. And and one of the things that uh, we both learned from each other, you know, penguins, the dad will go off and he'll, he'll, he'll eat and everything like that. He'll come back and the mom's been holding on to this egg. Mm -hmm. Mom will pass the egg to the dad. and Then she'll go off on her journey and and she'll eat. And what me and my wife would do in so far as to do stuff, say, Hey, I'm passing the egg. (laughs) Yeah. You got it. <laughs> okay, I got the egg. You go do what you need to do. Yeah. And that little concept right there, it, it really helped me yeah. because just like that female people, there's stuff that my wife needed to go out and do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And there were things that I needed to go out and do, but somebody had to maintain watch over the egg. Right. Well, and did you find that it helped you in your bonding with your your children too, like having that time one-on-one with them where she's doing her thing and she's not, you know, hovering over you watching critiquing. Um. You're right about that, Catherine, that uh, like with my daughter, uh-huh. you know, I put her to sleep. I had a nighttime routine and yeah. I put her little head over my heart and, oh. and just lay and then boom, she was gone. Yeah. Then go put her in the bed. And mm-hmm. then in the morning, I come in, I would sit on the bed, she would 
throw both her arms around my neck <laughs> and I carry it to bed. And then my wife would take it from there. She yeah. get her dressed and get her hair yeah. done and everything like that. So yeah, but that little bonding. Yeah. You know, you're so right about that, Kathy. Yeah. Dads, hear me. You know, if you're not doing that, I don't feel like you're a bad dad or anything, but I'm telling you, you are missing out. Yeah. Chance to buy with your kids. And if this former law enforcement officer kid, <laughs> uh, you know, federal investigator, if I could bond with mine and, and, and get down there with them, you can too, because they're only young for s- such a little yeah. time, time, Catherine. Yeah. I'm feeling that. I'm feeling that having a 12 year old, I'm like, oh, like it's a, it's a, <laughs> it's a whole new world <laughs> with the, whether they call themselves tweens or whatever. So oh, yes, preteens. Uh, but I think it's so important that, because I think those, especially in those early weeks, in those first few months, it is like, there's a lot of like, you know, feeding, changing diapers, sleeping babies, you know, and so sometimes I think it can be hard on, you know, what's my role in, in this. And so I think it is finding, you know, if you do the nighttime routine or doing something, but having that time, and I know for my husband, it was helpful, because when I went back to work, um, I was able to adjust my schedule around his. So he would get, he would watch our son while I was seeing clients. And um, he, um, so he had that time one-on-one. And it, I, I think it really helped solidify their relationship that was different than mine, where I wasn't around, you know, and they had that special one-on-one time. And I mean, we had a unique circumstance where, you know, I'd only be gone a couple hours at a time because of how I could do my schedule. Um, and then, you know, we'd have family time or be bedtime or whatever. But I think it really is helpful to make sure that you're both getting one-on-one time with your children to to increase that bond and connection. Absolutely. Even if it's just going to the grocery store. Yeah. I was in the office depot here the other day and I saw a father and his, his little bitty girl. And um, you could tell that he just adored her. And oh. she was, she felt she really loved spending a time with daddy. Mm-hmm. And I remember walking up to him and I said, hey, listen, she ain't going to be this small forever. <laughs> These little times that you got right here and everything, yeah. I'm telling you, night's 21. It goes by so fast. Mm-hmm. And you're mm-hmm. such a good dad for taking her with you while you're doing your right. errand. Right. I think what, there's a lot of pressure that we have to do all these things for our kids, like put them in all these different classes or do these things. But so much of it is just incorporating them into our lives and having them do things with us. You know, there's research that shows that having them, you know, being part of our lives, whether it's, you know, they're in the kitchen with us and maybe they're playing on the floor or, and we're just talking to them or you're taking them on errands or, or that sort of thing. Like that is just as probably more beneficial than feeling like, Oh, I've got to enter them into you know, these different classes and, you know, help their brain expand or whatever, because they're getting music. It's like, no, put some music on, ride in the car, go to Home Depot, do what you need to do. It's just like having that time with them, even if it's doing the chores, you know, especially I think if it's doing household yeah, do chores, it, do it chores. So uh, let, let's move into that area now. Okay. Let's, let's talk about that. Uh, because I, I, I have a, a book, a parody book called Fearlessly Parody, and what they got talk about in there is the home field advantage. You you got the home game and you got the away game, and that parents okay. need to be kind of, you know, 
that whole game's important. What you do yeah. there in your house and their friends and stuff. And you kind of you kind of hit on on that, and uh, that's something I feel is very important. But mm-hmm. could you speak to that issue for my parents? With which part? <laughs> well, about about the the home game because you you're basically in the mm-hmm. home mm-hmm. rather than having them go out here and there. Yeah, home you're doing things with them. Yeah, and working with them and doing chores with them. Yeah. Why why is that such a key to a family? Well, what for several reasons, right? Like it helps it helps them incorporate into your family also helps their brain development it helps you know them learn teaching them skills like they watch I mean especially when they're little they watch everything we do and then want to emulate everything we do and so it's like (laughs) I mean (laughs) my son used to put the shoes away and they would be all the shoes and they'd be lined up right in front of the door I'm like okay well now let's scoot them over a little bit so we can get out the door but he'd be like so proud of himself you know and it's like I was so proud of him (laughs) but it was like or he'd be like you know he'd want to help me you know make dinner and so I'd be like okay let's put the um nap I'll let you put the set the table you know I'd give him napkins and at the time I don't know if you've ever been to Ikea but they have these huge napkins that you can get and for whatever reason, that's what I had. And I gave him these napkins to put on the table. And he, not thinking about it, he just like opened them all up. So it was like this big, <laughs> there's three napkins, but it, it like covered the whole table. And um, I was just like, okay, great. You know, but just, it, it's so cute to see how they, A, how they view things and and how they're learning things and things that I would need to like, te- you know, teach them more about and um yeah, it was just uh, it's funny. Mind, he wasn't he wasn't wrong. No, he wasn't, he wasn't. wrong. But that gives us as a parent said, okay, what's the next step I could take with him? All yeah. right, honey, you need to take these napkins and, and we fold them like this before yeah. we put them on the table. Yeah, I did not give enough details <laughs> of what that would look like. He put them on there. He did exactly what I said to do. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Excellent, excellent interview. I can't wait to present to you part two. I want you to know that Catherine is married to her husband, Rick, who shares his advice on parenting and creating healthy relationships in Happy With Baby. Follow her on Facebook at Happy With Baby, on Instagram at Happy With Baby, and on her website, happywithbaby.com, where you can also purchase her book, And I'll have a link in the show notes so that you can purchase her book.